On Monday, February 12, we covered two rallies at the state capitol. The first was on the need to pass coverage for all, which would extend federal medical coverage to undocumented adults. We hear from the two lead bill sponsors, Assemblymember Jessica Gonzalez Rojas and State Senator Gustavo Rivera, as well as Assemblymember Harvey Epstein. In the second half, we hear from Senator Pete Harcum about his proposal to expand the sale of electric vehicles in New York. Representing the Coverage for All Coalition today, and we stand here in solidarity with community members, community-based organizations, elected officials, union leaders, to urge the legislature to include coverage for all in their one house budgets this year. Right of Black History Month, I'll start with a quote by the great Martin Luther King Jr. Of all the forms of inequality, injustice and health is the most shocking and inhumane. We know that the state has taken great steps towards equity and health. However, immigrant New Yorkers still remain one of the largest uninsured populations in New York State. I'd like to present our champion in the assembly, Jessica Gonzalez Rojas. Listen, I'm really thrilled to be here, but I'm actually tired of fighting for this because this is something we've been fighting for for many years. Prior to me holding this bill, which I proudly advocated for, uh, former Assemblymember Dick Godfrey advocated for this bill for many years. It is something that makes sense for New Yorkers. It is a bill that would ask the Commissioner of Health to draw down federal money by submitting a 1332 waiver to the federal government. This is a waiver that will be submitted that will allow us to use federal dollars to ensure a community that has given so much to our state, a community that is deserving of health care. Right now, we provide health care for children 0 to 19, well, until their 19th birthday, no matter their immigration status. And we fought and we were able to get adults 65 and older to get covered as well, and pregnant people within their first year of postpartum. Uh, and the folks who are missing are the folks between 19 and 64 who are not pregnant or are not postpartum. Your, your health needs don't change when you turn 19. This is something that is both the moral and right thing to do, and it will save the state money. We've heard countless stories from our advocates that are behind us. Healthcare is a human right period, and that's what we're fighting for. But it also makes fiscal sense for the state to do this. So I'm proud to champion this in the assembly and proud to work with my colleague in uh, the state senate to continue to fight, continue to advocate until we get this in the one house budget and ultimately in the New York state budget so that we can provide health care for every single New Yorker despite immigration status. Assembly member Epstein. We have a hospital closing in my district, uh, Mount Sinai Beth Israel. And they're saying we have too many hospital beds. But the reality is when people don't have insurance coverage, their place to go is the emergency room. They can't go to preventative medicine. They don't have a doctor's office to go to. So we're going to say is people who are in this category, the 19 to 64 year old, will be forced to go to ERs with less ER beds, risk their health quality, impact their employment opportunities, and impact our state and cost us more money. Senator Rivera. That you believe that healthcare is a human right. Let's say that you believe that it is only fair that people, because they're people, have some sort of coverage so that they don't have to 
either go into debt or not have coverage or all. Let's let's say that you believe all those things. Now let's say you believe none of that. Let's say that you don't believe that healthcare is human right. Let's say that you don't think that it's the right thing to provide healthcare for people. Let's just say that you just care about money. Okay, here's some facts for you. In 2022, the state of New York spent $860 million, 430 of that from a state share for emergency Medicaid. Back in 2022, we had a whole bunch of folks that didn't have any type of coverage, but wound up in the emergency rooms because they, I don't know, were human and got <laughs> sick and wound up there. And so the state had to pick up the tab for $430 million. So what we're saying here is that even if you don't care about people, even if you don't think that healthcare is a human right, if you care about the bottom line, then you need to make sure that you advocate extra, extra hard to get coverage for all. Because that means that we would get money from the federal government that they already told us explicitly last year that they would give us. So we have to ask for it so that we can extend healthcare coverage, the essential plan, to all these folks who, again, because they're human, they will have some moment that they will need to be in the hospital, that they will need health. Senator Harkin has introduced legislation which follows the recommendations of the Climate Action Scoping Plan to increase the availability of zero emission vehicles by expanding direct to consumer sales by manufacturers. While car dealers oppose moving business away from them, direct sales makes it more difficult for customers to test drive the car before purchase. New York State Senator Pete Harkham, representing the 40th Senate District, also chair of the Senate's Committee on Environmental Conservation. Uh, with us today are representatives from New York League of Conservation Voters, the Sierra Club, Climate Reality Project, Environmental Advocates New York, ACE. Uh, last June, New York had its worst air quality day ever. It was a combination of ozone, heat, vehicle emissions, and wildfires. And despite our strict emissions controls in New York, our high population density and our heavy vehicle traffic um, pose a challenge to tackling air pollution. We know that particulate matter pollution contributes to the deaths of tens of thousands of Americans everywhere, also impacts uh, in a negative way health outcomes in terms of asthma, heart disease, lung disease, and a variety of other. In my district, in Westchester County, people think of Westchester as bucolic county in, in the Hudson Valley, and in many ways it is, and yet many parts of Westchester County are out of compliance with federal clean air standards, and that's in large part because of the amount of vehicular traffic on the highways that bisect Westchester County. One of the solutions uh, is in the transportation sector are electric vehicles. And as we know, transportation, that that sector is the largest contributor of greenhouse gases. So several years ago, New York State signed a compact with other Northeast regions state and committed to putting 850,000 EVs on the road by the end of 2025. That's next year. And then 2 million EVs by the end of 2030, when it signed this MOU. According to NYSERDA, at the end of last year, there are only 180,000 EVs or plug-in hybrids on the road in New York State. That is 21% of where we need to be next year, let alone to the larger goal at stake. So we have a lot of work to do. And for a variety of reasons, 
uh, in New York, the discussion around electric vehicles has been bogged down. And we understand there are a lot of political reasons why that is. And so what we want to do is we want to open up the conversation with all stakeholders. And so today we're announcing a, a, a new bill that we're introducing with Assemblymember Solages uh, in the spirit of compromise and trying to get a dialogue going on this subject again. And this bill would lift the cap on direct EV sales only if the dealer franchise system fails to meet certain thresholds of sales. So the dealers have said they want to take the leadership role in, in rolling out EVs, and that's a terrific thing. That, that's something that we should be supporting. But if they can't, what this bill does is gradually phase in a few by certain benchmarks. And those benchmarks um, are, if it's less than 35% uh, EV sales by 2026, uh, there could be up to 10 new registrations for EV dealers. If it's less than 68% by 2030, there could be 10 more. And if it's less than 100% at 2035, and that is when New York State, under law, all new vehicle sales must be zero EV, would be another 10 more. So this is not a radical shakeup uh, of the dealer system. Uh, what we're trying to do is, is let the dealers lead the way, but we also want to provide support in the system. This is about our air quality. This is about climate change. This is about public health. This is not trying to change the economics of New York State. This is trying to get everybody at the table, seeing how we can work together to tackle this enormous problem. This has been Mark Dunley for the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.